Welcome into the Siouxland Sports Insider College Basketball Podcast, presented by our friends from Firehouse and Docks downtown on 4th Street, and also Size Locker Room for the Iowa State segment, and the Iowa Hawk Shop uh, for our Hawkeye Basketball segment. And Mitch, I'm going to give you the floor here for what I consider to be uh, the country's most prestigious basketball conference, uh, the Big 12. Right. Oh, I thought you were going to say Mountain West. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, the big the Big Twelve this year. I mean, you talk about a gauntlet. Yeah. Oh it's my amazing. gosh. Yeah. Uh, Iowa State coming off. You know, we'll, we'll get into them coming off the the two losses. Um, you know, the bad loss against a, a really good Missouri team, and then the second half collapse against Texas Tech on the road. Uh, you were. I was kind of worried and wanted to see what they were going to do against Kansas coming in. Um, uh, with the best record, I think, on the road that any team has against Kansas, Iowa State did what they do best and, and handled business. Getting uh, Jazz Coons back helps. A healthy Caleb Grill helps. Um, but I think the unsung hero uh, of Iowa State the last couple weeks has been uh, Jerron Holmes. Just uh, played extremely well. Um, leading scorer for Iowa State. You know, he's elevated his three-point shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kalsher has kind of been hot or cold as of late, if he gets hot, you know, this team is very scary. Um, and I, you, I, to me, you can't take Kalsher out of the game just because of how well he plays defensively. And that's what Iowa State does really well, is they really just get after you defensively. You talk about that game against Kansas. Yeah. You know, held a really good high-scoring Kansas team to 53 points. Yeah, this is deed it up. And just, just played unbelievable ball. And, you know, before that two-game losing streak, you had held – uh, you know, Kansas State scored 76, so they scored a pretty high margin. But all these other teams are held below 70 points and just winning some some gritty games. Schedule does get a little harder. Uh, Wednesday, uh, the 8th, go to West Virginia. Actually, the guys are already there. Tough place to play. Morgantown's super hard. You know, Bob Huggins and, and his staff are, are, you know, silently playing some decent basketballs for right now. Uh, and then you come home on Saturday to play against Oklahoma State, who you had a – collapse in the the second half and lost to him on the road earlier in the year like to exact that wrong and I think if you're looking at the big 12 if you secure all your home games which I would say is the last unblemishable record at home at 12 and 0 win all your home games and then you can steal one or two on the road you're confident going into you might not win the conference be second or third mm-hmm. but you're confident going into Kansas City you're confident getting a higher seed here's because you're gonna have five or six losses total in the best conference that we talked about, the best conference in college basketball. Mm-hmm. I think Iowa State's in really good shape right now. Um, if they can keep shooting the ball efficiently, yeah. uh, hands down, they are the best defensive team in all of college basketball, mm-hmm. and it's not mm-hmm. close. Yeah. But if the offense can you know, backpack off of that and we can, they can start to move the ball, get open shots. Robert Jones played a really good post game against Kansas. Mm-hmm. They move the ball well, and they can shoot the ball well. They're – a top 10 top five team yeah. in the country when they get in the shooting slump and they shoot the ball poorly and then the defense gets affected by that and you have the games like iowa missouri where teams mm-hmm. just go crazy from three-point range and they kind of lose their fundamentals then iowa state's a very susceptible team and can lose to you know first round 5 12 oral roberts team yeah uh yeah. it's very doable and oral roberts is is a team that you need to i mean and we're not talking in big 10 or big 12 but that's a dangerous three-point shooting team and if anyone gets them at a 12 and they have a 12-5 matchup pick Oral Roberts they're unbelievable three-point shooting team in college basketball this year but 
Look at the rest of the Big 12. Kansas and Texas just played last night in a great game, great yeah. environment. Uh, Kansas <clears throat> won at home. You have Kansas State in the Octagon of Doom. Uh, you know, Baylor has, you know, si- look, lost some early games, silently clawed their way back up. TCU right now playing against Kansas State tonight. They get Eddie Lampkin back, which is huge. Mike Miles, I think, is still teetering on and off of that injury. Yeah. Oklahoma State's kind of found their way, winning a couple games at home. Mm-hmm. We talked about West Virginia. Um, Oklahoma, you know, not still great in conference, but their one win out of conference at some people, they just they dismantled Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. And then Texas Tech, you know, one win uh, away at home. They're nine and four, mm-hmm. uh, and in conference they're one and nine. They're first, got their first win against Iowa State. And you look at it, the bottom team in the conference had a monumental comeback against the one of the top teams in the conference, yeah. as even of a conference as there can possibly be. Uh, you know, I'm I'm excited that Iowa State's more towards the top of that conference. Mm-hmm. And you know, every one of these teams is going to be battle tested come March. Uh, for the Big 12 tournament and for, for pass on. We talked about it before the podcast. I think in Oklahoma or Texas Tech, if they can find themselves maybe a little bit above 500 on this season, make it to an NIT, they could really run a table with yeah. the NIT with how yeah. strong they've had to play all year. It's just a, it's an, a testament to the, to the league and how they've played. and The depth and the coaching. Unbelievable. Just, yeah, just unbelievable this year. Yeah. There's some guys that can really draw it up there in the sideline huddles there. Um, one, the one kid, you had mentioned Jones, and I agree with you. Um, I think it was proven that if Caleb grills out, you'll notice it. So I just – he's the one kid um, that I think is – he's special, man. I mean, he can knock down shots. Yeah, and John Holmes. Yeah, in yeah. St. Bonaventure transfer for, for him. And then, you know, Ashuna shooting he has been one of our perimeter – defenders all year obviously not like perimeter but yeah like the big face of our defensive unit um what he does down low blocking shots altering shots grabbing rebounds um you know shoots a good percentage from the free throw line Mm -hmm. those two guys you know and and that's a mid-major same bonaventure no knock to same bonaventure the the bonnies make the tournament every other year it seems like good program oh they got a good program right now i think they're you know top in their their league Mm -hmm. so but to bring those guys in, they don't have the Temple transfer right now um, with uh, the Achilles injury uh, or ACL, the leg injury. But still to have those two guys come in, transfers, and Robert Jones in from Denver, not like huge transfers like a guy that came from Auburn or a guy that came from Florida, yeah. but some mid-major guys that just really buy into TJ's system and play good defense. I mean, these guys are thriving. You know, I, I, and I know I'm not speaking just for myself, but – a lot of these guys wish that, you know, Ashun and Jerron Holmes and maybe even, you know, uh, Robert Jones mm-hmm. were Cyclones for more than just one or two years. You yeah. know, the four-year guys, they kind of feel that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just kind of been the way that the transfers after Fred Hoiberg has, you know, taken the system, how it's felt in Ames, uh, where these transfers come in, even if they're there for a year. It's like, man, I feel like that guy's been here for four years just because – Right. They buy into yeah. everything. Hilton Magic is is you know officially back. I thought it was back after the last couple of years, but Hilton Magic's alive and well. It's rocking. One of the best atmospheres in college basketball. You got kids, you know, tenting out two days before yeah, negative degree yeah. weather. So, you know, it's it's a great time for college basketball in the Big Big Twelve. And you know, I think it's uh, 
you know, hindsight uh, and and also just as good in the Big Ten, Marty. I, it's it's some yeah. great basketball. It's very very even in the Big Twelve or the Big Ten, though. If yeah, we look at it. Yeah, you could say so. As we have um, five teams tied at seven and five in the conference. Uh, those teams being Iowa, Michigan, Maryland, Northwestern, and Illinois. And then up top, you got Purdue at eleven and two um, in conference, twenty-two and two overall. Indiana at eight and five, uh, tied with Rutgers in second place. And uh, you know, I this is one of the deal. I think Purdue is a cut above. Obviously, with Edie inside, nobody really has any answers for him. And uh, you know, I. I think well, Indiana's the only team that had it. Yeah, so far, yeah, I guess. so far, so far. You're right, you're right. And that uh, Jackson Trice, he's good. You know, yeah, he's really good. He'll be an NBA pick. Oh, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a deal where you just kind of these teams. You know, you just put a marble in for each and shake the bag and see what you pull out because anybody can lose to anybody. And point made. You and I were visiting earlier, and the teams that I was lost to are like the bottom five or six teams. Yeah, bottom six teams in the conference, and they beat everybody above them with the exception of Purdue, which that game is this Thursday. So, I mean, to me, I yes, I like how Iowa's playing. I think getting back uh, Patrick McCaffrey and Spurts has helped. Um, but, you know, guys like Tony Perkins and Ulis have, have really stepped up here recently, and – you know, that, that's huge for uh, momentum. And, I mean, I say it every year, you got to knock free throws down late in games, and they've been able to do that recently and uh, come away with some wins some, in some really close um, tested battles here. But, uh, yeah, I Big 12, it, um, Big 10, um, it's nice to see the ACC take a step back. I think they always have the bright light shown on them, and I'm – I'm okay with them not having that this year. But going to be a great tournament, going to be great. I mean, the Big 12 tournament and the Big 10 tournament are going to be incredible. I was going to say, how electric is Kansas City and and Chicago going to be come come early March? Just, you know, you talk about, I mean, Purdue being the the team that, you know, everyone's chasing right now. But even, so you have your first round bye with Purdue, all those play-in games in basically two through eight yeah, it's gonna be like, all right. Well, what team? What team is gonna win this one? It's there's no clear cut favorite in this yeah. one, and a team gets hot. I think you know it's gonna almost hurt Purdue because <clears throat> Zach Eady's had to do it all year long. Like they yeah. have good guard play, but they don't have like the Jaden Ivy guard play that right. that they, they've had before. And you know it showed up the other night. Edie had you know double double thirty three points and. You know, a plethora of rebounds, and they still lost to Indiana. Granted, right. on the road, hard to win at Assembly Hall, but mm-hmm. the the point that I'm making is is Purdue showed that they were beatable, and as long as you get make it so just Zach Eady beats you, and you spread the floor, and you get them into a shooting barrage, Purdue's susceptible to lose some games. And there's a about six or seven teams on this list that I think have a shot a shot during. Uh, their time in Chicago to beat Purdue. Yeah. Um, it just depends on what team gets hot. We saw Iowa do it last year. They mm-hmm. were kind of – I don't remember really hobbling into the tournament, but all of a sudden caught fire yeah. and just went through everybody. 
and got themselves a tournament bid, but the the flame kind of burned out a little too early for them. Yeah, uh, it could definitely happen again for them this year. You know, they they won three straight. They're one of the hottest teams in the Big Ten. They have a good stretch of games coming up here. They play Purdue, at, I believe, on the road. At yeah, Purdue. it's on the road Thursday. Yeah, play even play even yeah. a close game there, yeah. and and I think you got you got a good shot. Uh, you know, going into the tournament. But man, I the big t- I'm gonna have two TVs on yeah. when when those tournaments you, are on you because it's gonna be unbelievable basketball played between both yeah. those conferences because both are just so good they're so deep, you know I think the, everyone talks about the the Big Twelve being good just because there's five or six teams ranked in the top fifteen and that's understandable I understand yeah. that yeah. but the depth that yeah. this conference has with having more teams mm-hmm. but there is a solid like you we talked about one being the exclusion of Purdue, but really two through eight are all really solid tournament teams. Not going to be your higher seeds, but they're going to be an 11 seed or a 10 seed or a 9 seed that's gains momentum and wins two or three games. They're going to break a lot of brackets. The Big Ten is going to break a ton of brackets this year. There'll there'll be a lot of teams that get to that second weekend. Yes. At least two or three, I would think. But, uh, you know, I look at the Big 12 and I'm like, man, I mean, I already told you. I think there'll be two Big Twelve teams in the Final Four. That's that's my prediction. Yeah. So. If as long as one is Iowa State, I'm <laughs> yeah. all good for it. Yeah. No, but I I agree with you. It, just the the way that you know how physical the games get in March, mm-hmm. and you know you go on different shooting barrages. You have to guard um, for one game. You have to guard a dominant big. The next game you have to guard a dominant guard. Just switching them and playing different defenses where. In the Big 12, you literally have to do that every single night in and night yeah. out because you yeah. don't know what team. Every team's got a different identity. One team slows it down. One team shoots threes. One team presses. One team, uh, you know, plays more of a zone. Uh, they don't really have a Virginia team or a, a team like Virginia or Syracuse that does play like gear a it down, gear yeah. it down zone. Yeah. Um, Iowa State would probably be the only team that really mm-hmm. slows it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you literally get a March environment every game you yeah. play, no matter home or away. Yeah. Uh, so I think that that definitely will help a lot of the Big 12 teams. But, uh, you know, it's it's we can talk about it all we want until it happens. Yeah. Um, so we just they the team's got to kind of end up or shut up after the Big 12 tournament and play their best basketball and, and keep advancing and, you know, play for the conference. And it should be uh, a great March. Just how we're already halfway through the season. Oh, no, yeah. Halfway through I the mean, conference season, yeah. really. And it just seems like the I mean, we're that sitting we, here February 7th. I mean, March is <laughs> unbelievable. Not far away. Yeah. Now, we were I feel like we were just talking about the Iowa Iowa State game and, right and, back you know, in December yeah it, it the the season's already gotten quite a bit away from us but I'm, I'm excited I think you know if you played these two conferences and went one through a 10 because there's only yeah. 10 in the big 12 yeah. uh, but you went one through 10 and one played one two played two I think you would get a 50 50 draw because yeah. and and I and I do I truly do mean that. With how good the Big 12 is, there's there's just something about the different grind that happens in the Big 10, and they're it's it's almost just like in football, where in the Big 10 in basketball it's very defensive, but yeah. you know teams are better to spread the floor out. Where in the Big 12, there's a couple teams that are defensive, but it's a very high scoring league. Yeah, um, it's the same kind of way in football, where if the two teams mm-hmm. play each other, it's a contrast in the styles. I think if you put one through ten on both sides up against each other and their respective pairings, it would be fifty-fifty split. Yeah, I agree, and it, I'm looking forward to that show coming here in March. 
Um, thanks for listening to us. We want to thank again Firehouse, Docs, Size Locker Room, and the Iowa Hawk Shop. And we'll look forward to speaking to you next week.